Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Today Imanyana. I'm Alex. This is Nick. We're very excited to have you joining us this morning on what looks like a beautiful morning in Charlottesville, Virginia. Here it's, it is sunny. It has a slight spring chill in the air, but I know it's going to warm up later. And it's a great day to really just celebrate some great uh, spring things that we can look forward to. So it's such as such as Days of Rosé <laughs> Festival, among yeah. other things. Um, so I'm glad to have you here. Nice Nick. segue. Oh, thank you. It's been my. I'm, it's been a while. What it's was been last a time bit. I? Was it's on. Been a it's been while. at least a month. At least, have you done it in the new year? Besides, like the very yes, first one I've done it in us? the new year, but okay. I haven't done it in about been, probably about a month. It's been a little yeah. while, so I'm glad. And it's been a while, probably since you and I did it. Usually, if you were on, it's because uh, I was not. Right, that so is true. I did. I covered for you for 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 a little while. Yeah, a small and spell. You, and you probably will again. Yeah, no, the, absolutely. In the, in the I will. Near be prepared for June, everyone, because I'll have to cover for Alex exactly. <laughs> because he won't be here. Exactly, exactly. I'll be vacationing. <laughs> honeymooning. Uh, I'll be honeymooning. <laughs> honeymooning. In, in yeah. May. So that'll uh, it'll be covered for me then. But I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. Very excited for today's show. We're going to have some fantastic guests. We're going to be joined later in the show by Allison Evano. She is the owner and founder of Square One Organic Vodka right here in Ivy, Virginia. Um, later in the show, of course, also our, our, some of our good friends, Josephine Carr from Castle Hill and Matt Harmon from Harmony Wine to talk about Days of Rosé Festival and so much more. Uh, later on in the show. So we're very much looking forward to it. Love being here on the I Love Seville Network set. Thank you, Judah, behind the camera. I'm sure he's already doing his magic to make you and I look good. Um, and uh, thank you to Emergent Financial Services for being our presenter and to our great partners that we have with Castle Hill Cider, uh, Matias Yon Realty, our good friends Chit uh, and Miguel at Sirius Credit Insurance, and of course, Forward Adelante, the premier Latino networking group here in Charlottesville, Virginia. So you have so much to look forward to uh, this morning. Already got some people liking the show this morning. I mean, not just Nate, but also Jerry Miller liking the show this morning. Uh, we got Hunter Smith liking the show this morning. So we got some, some big fans already, uh, already joining us. So it's going to be Edwin Scott Thiel. Thanks for, thanks for watching this morning. So it's going to be a great show. Be sure to send us any questions, comments you may have. You know, interact with our amazing guests, and uh, we are definitely... I know it's a bit late, but I will say that I am glad that Judah still has his magic working after his haircut, because I, my fear was that he wouldn't Poor be... Judah. That You're the only one that, like, everyone else thinks he looked great. Thinks he looked <laughs> no, great. he does look great, you but, like, the, uh, I was worried because of the Samson and Delilah thing, that he got his haircut, and then all of a sudden he wouldn't be able to be director anymore, but it, he's it appears... a great job. It appears that he's... Still, yeah, just He's the been best. Doing a so. fabulous job. So, and he will continue to do so. So, we we love having him here. So, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm very excited ready, to, yeah. to jump right into today's show. So, we are very happy to welcome to the show this morning, Allison Evan. Now, she is the owner and founder of Square One Organic Vodka. Yeah, Allison, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Now we're, we're thrilled. <laughs> we're thrilled to have you on. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what led you down the path of exploring organic spirits. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long history. Um, I, um, I'm a native Virginian, um, but I did leave Virginia after graduating from UVA and lived in a lot of different places and ended up in Northern California in the wine business and also uh, in the spirits business as well, mm -hmm. working for some pretty large companies uh, at the time. And um, just literally... One day, you know, living outside of San Francisco, going to the organic farmer's markets, you know, belonging to a lot of um, organic, natural, mm -hmm. sustainable organizations and things like that, I recognized that there was an opportunity for certified organic spirits um, that really didn't exist at the time. Right. So I started Square One 18 years ago, and that made us the first all-organic spirits company in the whole country. Wow. So we really were... A pioneer, and since we are still in Women's History Month, I will also say that um, I was one of the first women to start a spirits company as well. So, wow, that's, congratulations! Uh, part of that is wonderful. Part of our our, our philosophy as well, mm -hmm. not just organic, but women supported. Absolutely, absolutely. So you mentioned I know a lot of you know spirits that people just go you know you walk into your store and you got your spirits you know not organic artificial flavorings and colorings exactly. and stuff to get it you know yeah. to look the way they want it to look on the shelf right 
What sort of led you to, to go towards vodka first out of all the different sort of spirits that there are out there? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was, it was a couple things. First of all, I think one of the many impetuses behind starting the company was um, living in the San Francisco area, going to the bars, and, and really watching this kind of craft cocktail movement as it was, you know, in its at the very beginning and recognizing that there were a lot of bartenders who were shopping for organic ingredients at and the farmer's market, oh, coming back, putting it on the special of the day, if you will, on their cocktail menu. And then me being from the industry, knowing that maybe one of the brands they were using on the spirit side was full of additives and things mm-hmm. that right. they were kind of hiding, if you will. Yeah. Um, so part of it was that, um, and really... Um, it was just the idea that in the vodka category in particular, back then especially, was still full of fake flavors. You know, I, I kind of oh, joke right. that you get strawberry from a guy in a white lab coat, not from the <laughs> strawberry fields, <laughs> right? So the, the idea behind it was to do um, farm to glass, buying actually from the farms and, and infusing it into, you know, our spirits. And again, in our industry, in the spirits industry and vodka in particular, most of the brands are buying a bulk pre-made alcohol mm-hmm. that they're then maybe redistilling or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But we are buying organic rye from farms in Montana. We're distilling it in Idaho. Oh, and wow. then we're using real plant-based botanical infusions for our cucumber vodka and our botanical spirit mm-hmm. and our basil vodka and our bergamot citrus vodka. So that's really – the idea was to improve the vodka category by using real botanicals. Makes total sense. Well, especially that vodka is, I think, the number one spirit it purchased, is. right? Yeah. So yeah. that does and make so a lot of sense. So many cocktails yeah. are made with it, and it's true. What a shame! Like if you don't, you know, you get like a specialty cocktail, and everything's like <laughs> from a local farm. Yeah. And then you're using this vodka, right? That has some artificial coloring and the exactly. flavors fade, and you're like. That kind of defeats, like, that's the number one thing. Like, most of that drink is going to be the vodka. Yeah. It's a shame if the number one thing in there is defeats the whole purpose of the drink. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And that was really the aha moment, you know, was was exactly that. Wow. So, what was it like? What was kind of the, what was it like to take that plunge and say, all right, I, I, I see this need, right? I see this niche. I see kind of where, where I can take this. I'm going to stop what I'm doing how, and I'm going to like start my own company to do this. Yeah, it's all timing, right? I mean, um, I started the company when my twins were six months old. I know, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but, um, okay. you know, the idea literally hit me in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I got up and wrote down, I came up with the brand Square One from, you know, right then and there and wrote it down and some other ideas about it. And uh, it was just one of those things where I knew, because I came from the industry, wine and spirits, I'd worked for big companies, I knew the industry, and I thought, if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it, and I'm really going to be mad at myself. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I literally remember saying to my husband that morning at breakfast, hey, honey, I have an idea, instead of going back to work for somebody else, uh, now that it's about time for me to, you know, go back to work when the boys were six months old, but um, I want to start my own spirits company and he was the one that said you know if you don't do it you will be upset because you will be the first and you know what you're doing and Mm -hmm. so that was kind of it Mm -hmm. well because it is it is we've heard many times the difficulty of taking the plunge as alex used the plunge (laughs) plunge. of going from working from somebody else to working for yourself were there challenges um in terms of the business side not just in terms of like trying to make an organic spirit right right definitely i mean my sister is my investor, if you will. She lives in Richmond. She's in banking. And we both mortgaged our houses and took loans out on wow. our homes to fund the business. And um, so we really, you know, let's just say that back then, trying to get somebody to invest in a, an organic spirits company and a woman-owned one yeah. before <laughs> the craft spirits movement yeah. had really actually started was very challenging. Sell, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, I mean, the, the figuring out how to actually financially do it was mm-hmm. the biggest challenge. And it still is 18 years later. <laughs> it, that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't start with a billion dollars. So certainly is not one of those things that's easy to do. So yeah. the financing was challenging, but also knowing that we're in a highly regulated industry, trying to figure out, you know, how to 
how to go about getting everything done mm. yourself. Let's right. just say I'm federally fingerprinted. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, 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 there, I can just, believe I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, we know it just, just here in Virginia alone. Yeah. It's, a, it's a highly regulated. Don't uh, get me started. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. Uh, I know. First guest. I, I love living so, here now, but boy, living <laughs> in a Virginia control state is not the same as when I started the company in California. Wow. That's yeah. a lot easier in California. That's for sure. Paul Ross liked the show this morning. He says, great brand. So you got, you got a fan already Oh uh, yeah, commenting. Paul, it's a, it's Paul's a, had plenty of my product before. <laughs> and he, and he, he likes it. He, he, he's, uh, he's sharing the love uh, on the shade. So what are, I'm curious, what are some of the, the products that you have in terms of you know, the vodka? And maybe as you talk about them, talk a little bit about the process of, of thinking of, of a flavor. I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, right. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go for this, this kind of right. flavor combination. Right. Profile. Right. Well, the, it all, pardon the pun, it all started at square one. So if you think about the way we use the term square one, generally speaking, we say, Oh, you messed up, you screwed up and you go yeah, back to square, square one. one. Right. Well, I wanted to start at square one. I wanted us to be conscious about starting at square one, that all of our products were going to be organic, farmed without herbicides, pesticides, mm-hmm. etc., all natural and real and authentic. So that's the beginning. So, you know, I only brought my little baby bottle today, um, but, but the square one organic rye vodka is our flagship, and mm-hmm. that's where it all started. This launched April 1st, 2006, um, it was actually coincidental that it was the first time a national magazine had ever dedicated a whole issue to gr- the green movement, oh, uh, wow. which was Vanity Fair magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually were a sponsor of the movie An Inconvenient Truth, who, oh, which Al, uh, Al Gore produced yeah, that. Yeah. And it was really trying to start to bring to light a lot of things that we needed to do for our environment, including farming yep, uh, without herbicides, pesticides, etc. So that was the beginning. Um, but then when you move into the rest of the spirits, and, and until, until 2020, we were exclusively a spirits company only. Mm-hmm. We now have two other product lines, which I'll quickly talk about. But when it comes to your, your question about the, the flavors... At the end of the day, I'm a cocktail nerd. <laughs> I, I love cocktails. I love you know beer, wine, everything. I love food and going to restaurants. And I really thought about our botanical infusions from what I say is the cocktail backwards, meaning oh. how what do I want it to be like at the end? Not what's a trendy flavor or whatever. Mm-hmm. What do I want to contribute to the cocktail with my spirits? Mm-hmm. So outside of the straight organic rye vodka, the next one was cucumber. And we were the oh. first cucumber vodka in the world. Whoa. There's probably like 30 now that all copied us, and wow. most of them from big companies. So I was yeah. like, could you have just written the check and just, you <laughs> know, know, you know right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was easier to copy than to write the check. But, um, but that's because I wanted a super fresh garden-like profile. Mm. And then that kind of every, every spirit we've made, our basil vodka has four different basils in it, three different other non-basil varietals, and so I wanted something herbaceous. Mm. Things that you can't just muddle in easily, and that's really kind of the the mindset of what we do on oh, the spirits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But things that are also somewhat versatile in the sense that, Very. It, in other words, you can that base can then be used creatively in a number of different topics. Now, just exactly. to clarify, when you say muddle in easily, is because of the muddling basil into a cocktail is a difficult you you can muddle basil right. um and and at, at home you definitely can but when i think of the bartender because right. a lot of our spirits were really with the bartender first in mind because right. again this is the beginning of the craft cocktail movement yeah, right. and the vodka category quite frankly did not and it didn't deserve it it did not have respect from the craft cocktail bartenders right. um and so our goal was we wanted to bring you something that was hard for you, the bartender, to make. So, sure, they can muddle basil very right. easily. But a lot of times they want to do their infusions. Mm-hmm. Basil right. infusion will last a day. It, it just starts to get not so great. Uh, Plus, we use four different varieties of basil right. and lemongrass, coriander, honeysuckle flower. So it's complex. It's not mm-hmm. just throw in one basil and leaf. Yeah. And so that's really the goal at the time was really more with the bartender in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Now at home, yeah, I mean, we, we definitely tell people to use fresh herbs or whatever, but you can't get the level of complexity that we have in our spirits because right. we use multiple botanical profiles, not just one, not just one. single one. Uh, other than the cucumber, that's the only one that's the single one. But which I find fascinating, right? That's why I wanted to make sure I clarify because yeah, I think thanks. a lot of people at home aren't necessarily like may not be crafty cocktail people, but right. like just having been with 
so many different guests, like you can see why. I mean, it's the difficulty of the of certain other businesses. I find that fascinating that like that was part of the focus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And now that consumers are more accustomed to, you know, more sophisticated cocktails at mm-hmm. home, and let's face it, COVID did a good job oh. of <laughs> promoting that. Right. Um, you definitely have a lot of people who said, well, if I can't go out to a restaurant, I might as well learn how to make myself. something more sophisticated. Right. Um, and so we are seeing the benefit of that. Consumers are less intimidated about making really cool, you know, unique cocktails at yeah. home, not mm-hmm. just vodka soda or gin and tonic yep. or bourbon Which of course makes them more interested in something with a with a different flavor profile right exactly oh, that's fascinating so where where have you been done now because i know you mentioned now you've kind of branched into other product areas yeah. tell us a little bit about that yeah you know uh we we host events all over the country. I mean, I was just a couple of weeks ago in Boston shaking cocktails for four days, <laughs> and I think there were maybe 10,000 people that came through wow, this four-day wow. horticulture and culinary festival. And uh, so um, we, we, at these events in the past, especially because we were the first organic spirits company, we were pressing all of our own juices, prepping all of our own syrups, and when we would do these cocktail events, I mean, we'd come in with just almost like we were our own catering company. And the consumers would taste our cocktails and say, these are amazing, they test fresh, they're real, et cetera. But I'm not going to do that at home. And yet the cocktail mixer category is full of junk, right? If you think about what you see on the shelf Mm -hmm. in most general grocery stores for cocktail mixers, high fructose corn syrup, neon green color for your margarita mix, um, just fake everything. And so just like we decided to upgrade the vodka category with real ingredients, we decided that we would do the same um, with cocktail mixers. So we launched in 2020 a line of also USDA certified organic cocktail mixers. We have a spicy ginger syrup, a Bloody Mary mix that's also vegan, which is unusual for Bloody Mary, Um, a margarita mix, which we just call luscious lime, and a really delicious daisy, pink daisy, which is pomegranate lemon. Mm -hmm. So those are non-alcoholic and so can be sold retail. They're in all the Whole Foods Mm -hmm. in the Mid-Atlantic, for example. But then at the same time, this canned cocktail movement was starting to explode, and my distributors are like, okay, great, I get it why you're doing the cocktail mixers to mix with your spirits, make it easier, but this category is on fire. You need to do something in that too. Right. So um, that's when we decided to come out with also the canned cocktails, and they all borrow from the mother product. So the, oh, this wow. pair of roses, um, it's it's coincidental that I brought that today, it's considering it's perfect. like rosé day. day. Um, mind meld at work. <laughs> and, and it's because there's rose and rosemary and pear in it, so it's a play on words, pair of roses. Pair of roses. Um, nice. But this is borrowed from our botanical spirit. And then we have one called cucumber therapy, which borrows from our cucumber vodka and basil berry fizz, strawberry basil lemon, which is in all the adult beverage carts at Disneyland. So, you nice. know, so yeah, so we now have the canned cocktails and the cocktail mixers as well. That's awesome. And really just, yeah, like you said, taking that that mentality of, you know, going back to square one and in yeah. a positive sense and like rebuilding yeah. this from the bottom up to, to other areas, which is true. I mean, canned cocktails is probably the, the majority are loaded with stuff you, you're like, I would never oh, put yeah. this in my own cocktail. Why am yeah. I buying it in a canned one? <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and really taking that next step and saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to have a cocktail of the quality that I would make at home. Right. Because at home, right. you're not going to buy yourself a bottle of high fructose corn syrup and start, you know, shoving it in your cocktail. Right. You'll, you'll right. make a nice sugar. That would be awful. Yeah. No, no one would think you're doing that, but it's amazing. You go to the store and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll, let me get this sugar syrup and it's high fructose corn exactly. syrup. So just so nice to be able to see that. So if you want that convenience, you can still get that same quality. Right. And the key thing, too, for our mixers is we put a lot of juice in them. And most of them are watering them down and using flavor boosters, even if they're natural flavorings, and we're not. So, you know, if you're buying our luscious lime mix to make either a margarita or with our vodka gimlet or something like that, Mm. you're getting 56% lime juice versus Mm. most competitors are 15%. So you're getting, you know, it's in a bottle. It's already made for you, but it's, it's, it's. You know, really. You're not high. paying for like eighty percent water, right? That changes the texture too, correct? Completely. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I would say that's also one of the differences. Like even just getting mm. a, like we don't buy the mix as much because yeah. we do prefer to do everything ourselves. But I remember having had a mix once, and it was the same thing. It's not the same as a real thing because when you go to a bar, they squeeze the lime juice right. fresh. Right. <laughs> it's co- it's a completely different experience, and like yeah. now that ever, it's true. Ever since. 
COVID, it feels like customers are much more in tune with just textures, flavors, complexity, yeah. and it's, it's it's great that there's something out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not just yeah. And if you're having a party, I mean, I, I you know I'm the first one to say if I'm making a drink just for myself and I have a lemon or lime in my fridge, I'm probably using that first. Right. But if I'm having four or five, six people over, yeah, believe me, I'm not squeezing. Yeah, no, you know, so. <laughs> well, it's hard, especially if you're having a party and you're doing the food and you're doing the cocktails, like right. you just don't end up enjoying it. Right. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you definitely have. Yes, definitely yeah, Alex have, knows. Uh, I'm just even having my two brothers over, like everyone wants something different. I'm like, I got food in the oven, make yourself something, you know? Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it's great that like there's that option. Yeah. That's going to at least give you somewhat of what you can get like from your own home or like yeah. the quality level. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and with it being organic, the key thing about being organic, because at the beginning you can imagine a lot of people were super skeptical about mm-hmm. us being organic because they said it, it's alcohol. What, you know, why should that matter? Um, and, and our thing is it's, it's, a, it's kind of like the good housekeeping seal of approval when you have right. that USDA organic seal on mm-hmm. it, particularly in our category where there are a lot of, cheaters that put a lot of fake things in there and they don't tell you because we don't have to put it on the label. And so for us, just the fact that they know we're using real juice, we're using real, you know, botanical essences right. and things like that. That's critical. Yeah. Right. yeah and then you try to speak to this one Sarmiento. Thanks for watching the show this morning. Um, he's asking you, you know, like how, how, how does the organic part work? And sometimes obviously the rye, I'm assuming, is. Yes. I have a curiosity because he had said like organic potatoes. I know they made vodka with different things. Yes. The, what's sort of the rationale behind the rye part? I'm curious. It was uh, really for historical reasons. Um, if you if you really dig back into the origin of vodka 400 plus years ago, and the Poles and the Russians are arguing about who really started it first, <laughs> the Russians or the Poles. Um, but generally speaking, uh, you know, back in the day, it did start primarily with potato vodka, but then rye was used especially in Poland and in Russia. If you think about, you know, bread that comes from Eastern Europe, it tends to, you know, skew very heavily to darker breads. And so rye was was kind of one of the original uh, ingredients to use in addition to potato. And so then only later did it really kind of start to skew as it moved west to Western Europe and certainly in the United States. Western Europe tends to skew to wheat, which if you have a lot of these French imported or Swedish imported brands, they're all wheat based. Um, The Dutch brands, the French brands are all wheat based. And then you come to the U.S. and most of the U.S. product is made from corn. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really wanted to kind of pay homage to the the origins of it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make an old world style vodka, Mm -hmm. but in America. Um, Although I am only through marriage <laughs> related to him. My husband is half Russian. Um, no. his, okay. his, uh, uh, our last name was anglicized from Ivanov. His, his grandparents fled uh, after uh, the Bolshevik Revolution. Wonderful. They left Siberia and immigrated to San Francisco. Oh, um, wow, what a story. Yeah, yeah very interesting story. Um, his father was born in the U.S., but of Russian parents. And so there was a little bit of that kind of influence of wanting to kind of bring back mm-hmm. an old world style. And rye is not easy. Uh, rye does not like fermentation. It gets, oh, yeah, it bubbles, it foams, it's not easy. And so part of it too was I knew you we like wouldn't probably get copied. You know, mm-hmm. it's easier to kind of have your niche and the big mm-hmm. boys don't want to bother with that. Right. So a lot of the big companies um, don't really want to be in that space. So it kind of makes us special. And our rye is a double platinum award winner, so I'm like, take that, yeah, big so company. They <laughs> don't, they don't so no, and I've heard that the flavor is better from the rye. Is that correct? It, was, it, it has more character. Okay, um, yeah. So even though vodka, by its nature, is a fairly neutral spirit, obviously, mm-hmm, right? right? But And, and you, you do have to have a pretty sophisticated palate to really be able to line up a lot of different vodkas and, and taste the nuances. Right. But rye has a lot more of a, of a kind of bready, yeasty, mm-hmm. spicy feel. Okay. Ours happens to be a little soft softer than Eastern European rye, and it's because of the type of varietal we use from North America versus Eastern European rye varietals, right. but also the organic fermentation makes it softer. Mm, okay. So it's not super bitey, but it's got a lot of character. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's when a trade-off. When he, yeah, <laughs> when he mentioned a, that, uh, I was like, yeah, you know what, that's a good, that's a good question. Well, yeah. that's what we love yeah, about so the audience you. feedback yeah. live. No, is that thank like you, Juan. Thanks for watching uh, today. So, I mean, question for you, where... 
Any in terms of uh, shipping, people want to you know find out where you know where to get access to this. It's yes. Like, does it ship anywhere? Yes and no. It depends on where you live. Um, we do, if you go to our website, squareoneorganicspirits.com, there are multiple options for purchasing. Um, any, if somebody only wants, let's say, our Bloody Mary mix or our spicy ginger for Moscow mules or whatever, which we now call American mules, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we can ship the cocktail mixers directly Mm -hmm. but all the alcohol products obviously have to go through the legal channels so we do have a third party Mm e-commerce that can ship to most states in the united states and then in the state of virginia where we are it's a little complex because of the liquor laws here but some of our products can be found in you know in the in the abc stores Mm -hmm. um our canned cocktails can be found in wine shops primarily so like the wine guild of charlottesville wine warehouse here in charlottesville Mm -hmm. um yellow um umbrella provisions in Richmond, you know, places like that. Um, And then the cocktail mixers are in all the Whole Foods, you know, foods of all nations, things like that. So it's not a universal distribution like it is in states like California or Washington, D.C. or things like that where they can carry everything in one place. So you can't do one-stop shopping in the state of Virginia. (laughs) Unfortunately. But you can online. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. So where can people find out? I mean, you mentioned the website. Where else can people go to like find out more see what's new and and keep keep up with the yeah. square one i mean we we try to keep things going on our instagram page which is a square one organic spirits is our is our handle square one organic vodka is actually the handle on facebook um and so we are posting events and op, you know things that are going on that that we're doing uh on there as well and certainly if you sign up for our newsletter then you get you kind of get the inside scoop on what we're what we've got going on Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Allison, this has been such a pleasure. I, I've, I've learned a lot. I didn't yeah. even know about the, the nuances of rye and potato and so forth. It's just amazing what you're doing as someone we love organic and just the idea of fresh and, and, and lo- as local as possible, obviously. You know, I mean, right. the fact that it's in the U.S. in a beautiful place yeah. is also, yeah. you know, such so wonderful. So really just appreciate all Thank that you. you're doing for the industry. And hopefully other spirits can either take that example or you'll beat them to it. So, Well, nobody will ever be able to take away the fact that we were the first. Exactly. Right? The they first may copy, they may come in, but we were the first and that, that's, that's... And that's something to be yeah. uh, definitely you know, congratulated exactly. for. So congratulations. Thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you. And thanks so Thank much you. for coming on. Appreciate Thank you. It. Thanks for having me. All right. So as we, as we swap from one great guest to some others, we uh, uh, so shout out Elizabeth Derby. Watching the show this morning. And Johnny Onellis watching the show. Johnny Onellis, amigo del programa, gracias. He's watching the show this morning. We just love all our amazing guests. And we're going to do a swap way. I just, you just love when people kind of take passion, experience, right? Risk taking. I mean, you just well, have to hand it to Allison, too. Like the, the willingness to take that risk and say, I know that I can do this. Right. Right, and, and I'm going to take that risk because that's really what entrepreneurship is. Yeah, in many ways, it's and that's why we that's why we appreciate them so much. You bear the brunt of the risk, risk all yourself. Yeah, the risk yeah. is yours. You know that you're taking to to really make a difference and change the way things are done. Right, and that also also part of the push to succeed as well. When you think about it, is exactly. like it, now it's all on me. I can either make this work or I can kind of let it slip away exactly exactly so it's it's just it's so amazing uh to see that at work and um yeah the one uh, mentor thanks for, for that question it really uh spurred me into thinking because she had talked about the rye and i was like oh yeah why why rye which is just such a, a fascinating well, and then and you the fact that you get she does that high quality from great state of you uh, realize the knowledge too entrepreneurs have a such a greater depth of knowledge yep. than some of the more I guess if you just get a uh, a brand uh, a that's yeah brand a big corporate brand so you have a knowledge that's just unbelievably you know uh, we're doing a little swap a here we're, yeah we're, we're doing a little swap here as we get uh, this is this is magic happening behind the yeah, scenes yeah and behind the, the scenes this is how this all works yeah you know it's beautiful it's but beautiful. there's a depth of knowledge here. that entrepreneurs have about their own products that is that it's great to especially and that's what we love about during exactly. today manana you can ask them about it and they there's there's always a reason it's not it, it's rare we've never really come up and asked somebody a question about like a small detail and they're just sort of like well just it was a whatever decision you know no, exactly. it's there's never a whatever and, decision and when you're running your own business behind it you know which is which is fantastic 
you know, so, I mean, I, I'm so excited here. But we get to yeah, get the audience doesn't see the setup to like the last minute. And we're like, oh, there's like drum so roll much. like in, in our minds. Exactly. As we like, oh, this is, this is going to be fantastic. So I think, we're, I think we, we can jump into this one here. So from one great guest to two more. We are super excited to welcome to the show this morning Josephine Carr. She's from Castle. Hey. Hey, Josephine. Welcome and back. Matt Harmon is back from Harmony Wine. Matt, yeah, thanks welcome for, back. Thank thanks you for coming back. Thank you. Matt, it's so good to have you both here. I know it's always fun when we have you both uh, on the show. I'm first time together, so that's, that's fantastic. So for those who don't know you, I mean, we know you well. But for those who don't, Josephine, Matt, tell us a little bit about yourselves and then how Castle Hill and Harmony Wine came to get connected. Would you like me to start? Sure, go ahead. All right. <laughs> My name is Josephine, and I am the director of retail operations over at Castle Hill Cider. Um, oh, how we met Matt, honestly, uh, came across my email. It was floated over to me. This lovely guy has this wonderful idea. Would you like to meet with him? I was like, absolutely. Um, I just threw my first festival last year, which was 231 Fest, yep. um, which we have again this year. Um, and I was excited to take on another one. When we first met, um, his whole entire concept um, behind the festival was really inspiring. Um, he is a smaller business, you know, he's a one-man show at the moment, and he's just inspiring all around, not only as an individual, and his product is also absolutely amazing. Um, we absolutely just love the, the concept behind the festival and immediately wanted to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm all about, you know, Castle Hill is located in Keswick, Virginia. It's yep. absolutely beautiful. Um, and why get on an airplane and go get a vacation when your vacation's in your backyard. You know, so True. that's how I feel about throwing festivals. And so Days of Rosé was just another opportunity to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, how about you? Yeah, so I am the owner and founder of Harmony Wine. Um, so the idea of Days of Rosé came to me because I wanted to be able to have the people decide which wine was their favorite. And I thought, what a better way to do so than with Rosé and kicking it off in Virginia. Um, as many people know in the wine world, sometimes the reds don't always work out the way we want to based on mm -hmm. weather. Yeah. Um, but from that, we usually get some really, really good rosés. And so I approached Castle Hill because, it, as many of you know who have been out there, it's a beautiful it's property. Cool. Mm -hmm. And I thought that who better to partner with than someone who has a beautiful property and on a spring day. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I think talking a little bit like about what the festival is is yeah, maybe starting it. there yeah. might yes. be Let's like do a, it. That, that was you you're, you're leading me to it. That's the next question. <laughs> well, I was like I was like we just said why we wanted to why, why we wanted to do it, but I'm like there's so much about it. Why you know why we wanted to do it? And voting was exactly um, the big concept is giving people a voice. It was so mm -hmm. exciting. Um, you know we have all these competitions that we enter, and obviously the wine community is huge. Um, and the cider community is also a big part of uh, Charlottesville and mm -hmm. Virginia itself. So have people come out and actually have a say, drink pink, wear pink, vote pink. Um, so it's just a great opportunity for people to, you know, have their voices heard and choose what their favorite Virginia rosé is, you know? I mean, it, it makes total sense. So tell us a little bit about what, what can people expect, all right, they're like, all right, What's going to be at the Days of Rosé? All right, Rosé all day, right? Day. You get your ticket, you come on site, you get to try over 10-plus different wineries, um, including one cidery, yours truly, um, <laughs> our Rosé, which is also sitting in front of us. Um, we have an eclectic art show going on. We have a DJ from Richmond. Um, so, so much. We have a uh, chef from Hell's Kitchen. Yes, uh, which is Steve Glenn. Really, really yes. exciting. And he's going to be doing a pairing with uh, Castle wow. Harmony's rosés as well. Um, it's just going to be so much fun. I think this was an opportunity where I was like, let's bring like South Beach vibes to Virginia, <laughs> like Miami vibes, yeah. you know, yeah. just have something really different, a little bit out of the box and fun for people to come to. Or the part you've been had a little, yeah. you know. <laughs> anything to do with that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, I mean, that's fantastic. So, Basically, I mean, you got food, you got oh, oh also food trucks. Got, uh, we yeah, can't forget trucks. that. Oh. Lots and lots of food trucks. So many different kinds of food trucks as well. We have lobster rolls. We have um, <laughs> a uh, oyster food truck. Oh. We've got pizza. We've got a cake like food truck. I mean, anything wow. that you can want is going to be there. Oh, you're killing me now! Now I'm not getting mm. hungry <laughs> and 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 thirsty at the at the same time. At the same time. So, out of curiosity, because you know we got some rosé wines here. We got some rosé cider. Wine and cider, how do you kind of guys see them 
have you thought of like oh absolutely working with them in tandem? we actually might have a sangria that is going to be available as well um at the days of rose festival that is mixed with Cider, our cider and harmony uh, wine. Oh, nice. um, you said might. Might. <laughs> we will. I mean, I'm trying to like you know throw out the teasers and. I know, it. but like it's too much mystery. We're gonna for have me. it. And we're I gonna have frozen rosé as well. You know, we're, we'll have really? the cocktails oh, going nice. as well. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, but cider and wine is actually very similar, and a lot of people don't recognize that. Um, in the process of making cider, uh, it is the same fermentation process. Right. The largest difference between us and wine is the fruit. So it's really exciting for us also as a cidery to establish our process and kind of show how we can stand with wine as well and how we are very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So Matt, what I'm curious, because I remember, I mean, you, you still, I always remember you as like the man who thought of like the the idea days of rosé because you had that hat even yeah. like, when you came in last <laughs> yeah. year and I'm like yeah. this is one of the this needs to be like top ten marketing moves of all time <laughs> is to actually get that to merch right merch, on the show yeah, right? yeah. should we should we put on the hat right now because he had you merch you gotta merch and I was like that's one of the best moves I've ever seen when I saw that last year so what kind of made you even think of okay rosé days of rosé because where did kind of rosé grow out of when you began to to start Harmony Wine. Yeah, so rosé for me, I think, was an area that I think is kind of untouched, but people seem to absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially putting the rosé that I have in cans, it became more of like a hot topic for me of like, let's push these cans, let's get people interested. It's fun and it's super accessible, super approachable. And the idea of a friendly competition between local wineries and mm-hmm. my canned wine, which is not seen that often. I thought was <laughs> going to be a lot of fun and get people really interested. Um, I rarely run into people who say that they don't like rosé. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of something kicking off the springtime where they get to be a part of the process, enjoy a number of amenities that we're offering at this festival was just a win-win, honestly. Absolutely. And what's kind of the origin of your rosé uh, wine? What did you, how, did you, how did you put that together? <laughs> so it's kind of twofold. One, there was a glass shortage um, when I was looking to put my wine into a bottle. And mm-hmm. so what I did actually was I imported some rosé from France and decided to put it in a can, but not just putting it in a can, but I blended it with a Virginia rosé, which are like two no-nos. I was getting a lot of pushback (laughs) um, originally. And so after the product came out, people absolutely loved it, which I thought, great for me it's um, fantastic <laughs> oh it is fantastic it is you so gave good. us some last time and it's, it's not there it's gone <laughs> I was, it was sold on the good. idea of the festival and then I was like I should probably try the wine before actually saying yes and so um, you know and I was playing it cool and I was like hey do you have any with you you know is it in your car and so he brings it out and I hope I didn't look like so shocked but you know you don't expect that much like to come from a can you know there is kind of a stigma behind a can nice. and the elevation quality yeah. of it but mm-hmm. oh my gosh I would drink this all day and recommend and I'm not just saying that I mean <laughs> it was my defining factor I took one sip and I was like I already felt like a yes but now this is the absolute yes like, yeah confident yes oh yeah. it's so good it's, it's so good but it's amazing how it just grows out of oh, I don't have any bottles let's, let's try this yeah, cans. let's try yeah. this yeah. Well, they're they're a lot sturdier too, especially like I know going on a picnic. I always like was uh, I had once went with a couple mm. friends, and we were sort of like, do we take a bottle to the beach? Do we not take the bottle because if it, if we drop the backpack or it gets bumped no, you in just the take car, harmony wine rosé mm. well, in a can with you. But yeah. that's the whole point. Right, but that's what's the brilliant is. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I think, and that so that was the second part of it is making wine accessible in those places where wine usually isn't the beach, mm-hmm. the pool, golf courses, yeah. people who want to go on picnics and hiking. Mm-hmm. Uh, glass will always be in wine and the ability to be able to make it more transportable. And then also, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to have a whole bottle. You just want one glass. And that kind of eliminates that problem as well. So Yeah, yeah you don't have to be carrying around that like cork stopper. Yeah. Please don't leak. <laughs> Please do not leak in my car. Uh, Vicky Adkins, thanks for watching the show this morning. Uh, Josephine, what about... Castle Hills Rosé. 
Arose. I don't, I don't think we've tasted this one yet. Oh, not well, on air. Not on air. Okay, not on air. <laughs> We're definitely going to, and I realize I put all these bottles here, and I, I didn't bring an opener, so I'm going to have MJ, our, like, I got our this. girl, come oh, bring it back. Thank you, MJ. MJ's like, I got this. Um, so Arose is actually infused with elderberry and dark cherry juice, um, as well as, of course, apple juice. Um, those are unfermented juices when they are added and blended in. Um, <laughs> Judah's getting very excited behind the camera. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we actually let our cider sit on the red apple skin. So it, you know, as rosé sits on their, you know, yes. skins as well, we we honor that process in our rosé um, to try to make it a true rosé as well, even mm-hmm. though, you know, obviously it's cider, a um, little bit different, but it is infused with elderberry dark cherry. Mm-hmm. It's extremely, extremely fun and extremely popular for us already. So, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to try it. I don't know if I've had it, actually. You it's have. So good. You I recommended have. it to me, and then when I went to go get it, you were, didn't have any... So I haven't tried it, but yeah, Alex oh, has so tried Nick it. Yes, has tried I have not tried it. Today's the day. Today's the day, which is why I was excited. I was like, I'm doing, I'm hosting tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Nick did says that was behind I the scenes. I was like, I'm he hosting. He wasn't originally hosting yeah. today, but he said it's, it's just it's my turn. I am yeah. hosting. <laughs> yeah. I am hosting today. So, all right. What, so I know we, we kind of cover what people can look forward to at the festival. We talked a little bit about this. Other things coming down the pipeline that you guys are kind of excited about. Got another festival too. We got, two, <laughs> we got 231, which I think um, the really cool thing about both these festivals, they're so, so, so different from each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, so totally a different vibe, a different energy. 231 is going to be very exciting as well. Very also kid-friendly. 231 um, is really focused, and this is also focused on community aspects, so I don't want that to get confused. Yeah. Um, but we really bring in a lot of local small businesses at 231, especially mm-hmm. focusing in that Keswick area and getting people out there. Um, so, yeah, it's just a little bit of a different different energy behind it. Right. So, if you come to one and you like it, definitely come to the other. It's going to be completely different, but it's going to be just as fun. I yeah. can guarantee that. So. Absolutely. And if it's not, you can find me at the festival I'm always working it and you can yell at me if you're not having a good time and I make sure you're, you're having a good time <laughs> you know nobody's gonna do that I know. Great. you're gonna have a great time yeah, yeah no all the festivals you always guys put on there they're gonna be too busy phenomenal. looking yeah. for Matt to be like where who made this one who made this one he'll be in the best <laughs> outfit that's how you'll find Matt he's so well dressed all the time the best pink outfit <laughs> no he really is and the, the color coordination was, yeah. was we can't uh, wait to beautiful. see you guys in pink at the oh, festival as well absolutely well I mean I don't and have you're, you're redeeming we can fix that Oh, Think yeah. about oh, it, no, you guys. I, I feel like they're redeeming what is otherwise, you know, I mean, April 15th. Yeah. Don't say it's it. Abraham Lincoln. So everyone needs a drink, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nothing good that happened on April 15th that I can even <laughs> Well, it's also you know? interesting because Rose itself is, is I, I actually, funny thing, I came back from Italy and there was a wine uh, tasting mm-hmm. and the, the, the um, sommelier was like, no, rosé. Like he wouldn't drink it. Just won't drink it at all. And I'm, and, and I'm very surprised. But like, uh, but meanwhile, when you get to the more like, especially here in America, it's a big thing. People oh love my gosh, it. Nothing beats like a beautiful hot day. And mm. a nice chilled glass of rosé. Exactly. Bubbles, no bubbles. Something about it just makes you feel elevated. Everything, like you could be sitting on the back of your porch or you could be looking at like the most gorgeous view at Castle Hill at the Dates of Rosé Festival. <laughs> but no, no, but seriously, having rosé like is a great afternoon yes. drink. Um, yeah. And not that I should be promoting drinking afternoon, but it is. It's great with lunch. It is, it is. Know? It is a great with afternoon lunch, drink. There's nothing wrong with that. With, with food, I think is one of the things people often overlook. Like, because I, I am a huge fan of like, Rose cava, sparkling roses, yeah. right? Even eating like, and drinking. Yeah, eating with rose, like having it with your food, because it adds that kind of lighter component, yeah, quality. But it's it's a little more flavorful than than, a, than your ordinary white wine. It contains right. like yeah. the richness has, of, of red, exactly. while not necessarily overpowering. So, especially today, especially with all the food trucks that you're bringing in, there's gonna be a nuance to the food, and that's mm-hmm. that's what we're experiencing more. Is like chefs are hitting more of a. It's not a piece of white fish with that you need like something as as pulled back as possible as a white. But it's also not a steak, so yeah. where do you go? And rosé is actually, it's, it pairs so well. It really does, yeah. Super flexible, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's, let's try this. Yeah. Let's try this. Uh, Heck yeah. Let's, let's do where this. Where should we start? I think... Uh, we should start with me, start. because I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think start? maybe palette-wise, we should actually start with Harmony. 
um, and then go and then to Castle just because it has that other infused flavor going on. Let's do it. that. Yeah. Um, are you pink? Are you pink or white? They're both, both the same, same. right? Uh, let's do pink. Should we just okay. simultaneously okay. open them? Because that's fun. <laughs> On the count of three. <laughs> okay, let's do it. All right. One, two, two three. three. Woo! Oh, very nice. That guys. sounds so good. <laughs> salute, salute. I love Thursdays, guys. <laughs> it's official. Ooh. And definitely if you want to grab me a glass, we should definitely pour, just so you can see the color of it as well. Yeah. It is super beautiful. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that color. Thank you. I don't know where the camera is. I feel like they're going to do the... It's right in front of you. All right. Hold it up and Judah will find it. Are you finding it, Judah? (laughs) (laughs) See, it's it's the light, the refreshing, but the the remnant of the tannins, like, and it just gives it that little bit of red flavor that you just... It's more... It's like white wine, but more. That. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my favorite part about it, uh, putting it in the can, was noticing the the tartness that a lot of times that rosé can have, and it doesn't linger, which makes it a little bit smoother. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, just sets it off, especially on a hot day. So, oh yeah, because that, that, that was one of the things that jumped at me was the tartness. Is that more of a French thing or an American thing, or is it a rosé thing? I would say that it's a rosé thing. Um, I think most of the rosés that I have have a level of tartness, mm-hmm. and that's usually where you win or lose people. Is oh, if it's a little too tart, then they're thinking it's more of a dry, and if it's a little sweet, if it's on the less tartar side, then it's a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. But it's a, I think for me personally, it's about finding that good balance of right. the tartness really, is there, and then it fades away. I'm really interested to see who ends up winning people's choice at yes. this festival, just because there's so many different kinds that are coming of rosé. Right. You know, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Oh, he's like, vote, vote for me. <laughs> yeah, we have, you know, King Family, Veritas, you know, all of the locally, like, very big names as well, like, yeah. within the wine community that we're super excited to see. When you mm-hmm. arrive on site, you're going to get a pink poker chip. And so this poker chip is, your, is how you're going to cast your vote. So you go around, try your wines, mm-hmm. have a great time, listen to the DJ, you know, try some food, whatever, yeah. good company. Um, when you turn in that poker chip, that's your vote, and you get a full comp glass. So that's kind of your exchange for, you know, your input. And, uh, yeah, and then at the end, we're going to count them all up and see who wins. Wow, that would be exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be super fun. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's thrilling. That's thrilling. Remind us of the time. So what, like, what are the times of this? 11 to 5. Oh, beautiful. So the, yeah, I was going to have all time for Judah. The best times yeah. of the day. Or do you want okay. this one? Yeah, give me that one. It's got the time on it, just so everyone has there it. There we go. Just... Nice big. Nice big. And can I just say, D-A-Z-E. Oh, that was the, all. The play yeah. on words is just so good. All Matt. That was all Matt. It's so good. Yeah, well <laughs> done, yeah. Yeah, it's been really fun, you know, working with me. He came in with the initial idea, and then I was like, oh, my God, what about an art show? You know, what about this? And he's yeah. like, yeah. And so he's just yeah. been super energetic to work with, and it's it's really it's been such a lovely process. Do actually. you know some of the artists that are going to be joining us there? Or? He actually does. I do. Does so know I know some that one of the main ones that's coming is going to be Jay. He actually did the mural right down the street. Mm. Um, oh, nice. And I know that that mural is going to be, is one that a lot of people are super interested in. Uh, we have a couple of other artists that have reached out. We reached out through X Park. So we have a couple of other artists. Oh, we have some really excited. talented people. There's I some great was overwhelmed with the amount of talent here in Charlottesville. I haven't really, you know, I'm, I'm newer here and I haven't really, I'm very immersed in my work. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a lot of time to go out and, you know, and really explore it. And getting all of these, you know, applications to be an artist at this festival, I was just blown yeah. away by the talent. And there's so many mixed, like so much mixed media that's going to be there as oh, well gosh. from people, you know, who's medium, you know, watercolor to a girl who blows glass live. I mean, mm-hmm. how cool is that? I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, is this for real? Like, yeah. It's <laughs> so neat. It's um, I mean, one of the blessings of, of doing today at is how many talented people. And of course, you know, with the art we're doing actually a silent auction for VIPs Um, each artist is donating a piece um, to be put to auction and all those profits are going to go to two or proceeds I should say are going to go to two non-profit if you want to talk about those two non-profit organizations we love philanthropy over at Castle Hill and so anytime we can you know our 231 festival it benefits the Blue Ridge Food Bank Bank. you know we fed 67,000 people last year. We're hoping to double that this year. And so taking on this festival, that was something that was really important to Castle Hill is making sure that we find a way to give back throughout all this fun as well. But yeah, definitely talk about those nonprofits. Yeah, so the two nonprofits that um, I reached out to were 
living free and they work with military families, adjusting them to help them get back into kind of like the flow of things after mm-hmm. being overseas. Yeah. Uh, they're a great, great organization. And so then the other uh, organization is Just Help Africa. Um, and what they do is the, the two, two to three guys who are running it, they all came from Africa. And what they did was go back to their hometown and build wells because water is really oh, difficult wonderful. to find. Wow. Um, so they're helping with that and a number of other resources, whether it's schooling um, or just projects to help make life a little bit easier than it was for them growing up. So mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So you like get a that. beautiful piece of art and, you know, it's sitting in your home and you're like, dang, I did something good on top of, exactly. of, of you know, acquiring this piece. So yeah, you're- Well, I, I'm going to throw that out again because I, I keep referencing this, uh, this study I found that, a, that there are psychologists who said, make sure your home has art in it because it, it, it livens, it's just mentally, it livens you up, challenges you, and it makes you at, like it actually like increases your happiness. So if you don't have art, get go out You're there. You want to shop right now? Get <laughs> art, yeah, but fill your house with art. Fill your house with beauty. It's so. Yep. It's one of the things that people don't realize. Fill your house with beauty. Like that's and that's it's essential to your mental health. And like that's especially mental health is another thing that we really need to focus on more in our yeah, community. Like, but like mental health, like get fill your house with art and like this is a great way to do it you're gonna go you're gonna shop around all the artists are coming to one place yeah right talk about eclectic it's gonna yeah. be really exciting because <laughs> something's gonna speak to you something always does that's what happens yeah, whether it's their individual story or the piece itself or if it provokes an emotion in you or the wine. Or the, wine. Or the wine. The wine will definitely make you feel even more things about the art. Right, you know? Exactly. <laughs> it all goes together. Even more feels. I have to say, this is just fantastic. Yeah, the, I love the, the combination. I'm curious. You to try some, yeah, let's some try cider? this. Out. Yeah. Let's follow follow this with a, with a sip of cider. Heck yeah. Right there. And we, man, you did you did tell see you done fans even international. We thought yeah, uh, Marta Martur Pitarre from Spain is <laughs> watching the show this morning. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Marta. So we got some from Spain. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we, 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 we have went an international, international audience. Then. Yeah, that is amazing. Today, you know, they do. They love their. Um, they make in Spain a um, tostada is the Spanish um, champagne. They okay, make yeah, rosé yeah. cava. One of my favorite things, oh, as well as cidra, which is a cider. So this cidra, is a perfect, oh yeah, the cidra, this is like a cider. Spanish appetizer. I had the yeah. best time in Spain. I went and uh, my school did like a little immersion kind of program, and right. I was in Valladolid, and it was amazing. So now I want now I want to get on a plane to Spain. But again, you don't have to get on an airplane to have a good time. No, you, no. Should, you can come to Castle Hill and go to the Days of Rosé right Festival. Right <laughs> here, absolutely. Because it's such a, the one of the beauties of Castle Hill is that you're combining right. Obviously, the cider, which is excellent, but just the ambiance. It is the, so gorgeous. The, like the I can't. Beautiful have. views, mm-hmm. the serenity of the water. Right, just the the activity of usually what's happening on the other side, away from the water, the beautiful well, event there's, space. There's it's a reason just, my wife took me on my birthdays, like because you can relax. Yeah, you can just sit there and just feel yourself calm down, just with a with a, and cider's perfect for that. You know, the cider is is just amazing for that afternoon relaxation. And the view, like if I'm having yeah. a bad day or whatever, I just look up and I'm like, okay, I have to be yeah. so grateful. I mean, this is gorgeous. It you know, is. this is a great place to have a bad day at. <laughs> so, you know, it really is absolutely gorgeous out there. That's exactly. a good way to no. put it. It's a good place to have, have a bad, bad day, day at. Yeah. Yeah. It, it truly is. It truly is. You know, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm cheers, to, guys. To taste it. Thank you so much. Go for it. I still, I'm still working on my uh, harmony still in my glass, but... Oh, I told yeah, you. Yeah, super fun. Right, it was good. It's playful as well. Yeah, I mean, it is. it is absolutely a crowd favorite. Mm. It does have a little bit of berry in it. It yeah. was kind of interesting. Yeah, you get that very dark cherry. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, very that nice. makes it a lot yeah. more like that. Does remind me of wine because in the sense of like that, those flavors are very common and mm-hmm. especially and darker wine. It has a semi-dry finish to it, so it, that first taste is going to be very fruit forward, mm-hmm. and then it's going to calm down. It's not super sweet, oh, yeah. um, and it's going to have that dry finish at the end. So. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it and it's sparkling those, as well. So Exactly. Well, that's one of those beautiful things where I always talk about it is like um, the illusion of sweetness. In other words, mm. yeah. the flavors of it, because it's so fruity, trick your mind into thinking, oh, yeah, this must be sweeter than it really is. Right. But then you, as you taste it, it's not overwhelmingly sweet. It avoids the issue. Sometimes, you know, if you, you know, you've just drank plain cherry juice, right? You're going right. to be like... 
you know, he gives the, the flashbacks of like medicine. Yeah. You're like, it's cherry. I know it's cherry, but it's like, ah, it's so sweet. Take but another sip this, of the harmony because it's kind of interesting when you've when had, had one. Not only have one or the other and then you go back. Yeah. I yeah. cannot wait. We There's have a, a lot of complexity But it avoids that being you, That's very well done. Congratulations. Sweet. That's really Thank well you. done. Yeah. I'm Thank really you. excited to see them together in the sangria. We have a new that's tasting room manager over at Castle mm. Hill, and he is an absolute phenomenal bartender as well. Wonderful. Very well known in the community. And so I'm like really excited about his creations. <laughs> yes. Everything he's come up with so far is very exciting, like cider all spritz and like a plain boulevardier, which is so, you know, Inspiring. It's very out of the box. Wait, did you say a cider spritz? Like, like a cider all spritz. So a, like a take like, on an aperol spritz. Oh, but and cider. Same. Yeah, uh, ginger cider margarita he's working on. And, uh-huh. and I'm, tell, I'm talking, telling a little bit too much because these things are not concrete. <laughs> but, you know, these are all ideas he's playing with. And so he's very, you know, as is, just a great mixologist, bartender in person as well, of course. But I can't wait to try the oh, sangria the playing sangria. together because be oh, these yeah. two, I can only imagine. It's these two are going to meld beautifully. Yeah. Because yeah. It's it's it, again. It's beautiful. It's not overly sweet, mm-hmm. right? It's it just has that beautiful fruit, fruit flavor, yeah. and then combined with the tartness, yeah, of yeah. the rosé. Really oh, be well, apple is one of the key ingredients to sangria, anyway, right? You always put apple yeah. and orange. Like apple and orange are like the big ones that I can think of, and in some places, a cinnamon stick. I was mm-hmm. reading, so mm-hmm. like like, but like those are like the key flavors. So and to have them already, already, right? You already <laughs> bottled it, so it's yeah. gonna be wow. <laughs> The essence of, of apple with the essence of, of beautiful wine. Yeah, uh, that's that's amazing. I'm looking forward to this so much. So where, where what's the place for people to go to, to get tickets for so, Days of Rosé? What what are the ticket options that people can look forward? You to? can get find our link um, on Castle Hill Cider on our Instagram as well. Uh, Days of Rosé also has an Instagram handle where the ticket link is in the bio at Days of Rosé. Um, at Castle Hill Cider, that's our handle, and then at Harmony Wine, right? Yep, at Harmony Wine, at tasteofharmony.com, um, Harmony underscore wine on Instagram. And Everywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure very you all easy. will see tons of flyers around town. Can you can you buy at Castle Hill Cider? Can you buy tickets, or yes, do you have to you, have purchase in advance? You can buy tickets on site, but this is what I'll say. It, it, we have limited the amount of tickets, okay. um, so grab them now. Um, That's good to we know. don't want you to show up and not be able to get a ticket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do not want to wait to the last minute. Do not buy them this. now, and and uh, we don't. The worst thing would be showing up and not being able to get it. Yeah, right? no, no, no. 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 definitely, definitely buy a ticket beforehand. You're Lots of parking. It's only a 20-minute drive from Charlottesville. Oh, Big so misconception for Keswick. But yeah. yeah, 20 minutes, that's how long it took me to get here. It's not so far easy, at all. It's so easy yeah. to get to. It's, yeah. it, it, Even the drive itself is beautiful. Oh, I'm just oh, say that. Even the drive out it's there is nice. just like, you Absolutely. already feel yourself getting that I heard, that and I don't know how accurate this is, but I heard it was actually voted like the one of the top scenic drives in America. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't um, surprise me. At the no. cutting of the 231 group... Um, I believe it was our governor who said it. So I think, I, you know, I'm not going to quote him, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. And I was like, wow, that is so cool. Yeah. And uh, obviously I'm driving. I try not to look around a lot while I'm driving. But, um, yeah, I noticed it. I was like, wow, it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. That's, no, it I is mean, beautiful. It's a beautiful area. Yeah. It's, it's such oh. an easy way to get it. Normally you think out in the country, oh, it must be like wine. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's even very simple. Yeah, it's a nice easy I would still use your designated driver, so... Yeah, don't do that. Listen, drink but, responsibly and drive responsibly. Exactly, well. that is that is something we definitely want to encourage to everyone. Exactly, but yeah. the beauty of having a designated you can have fun driver and be safe. is that everyone else can look out the window. Yeah, and, yeah. Enjoy. and we yeah. do have designated driver tickets as well, so super oh, okay. accommodating in that factor. They're a lot more affordable um, as well. So if you know you're going to keep all your friends safe. Well, and that's drive why we there. always take Alex's fiance because she doesn't drink. So oh, everyone else designated just like, driver. Go there. <laughs> and she's going to be like the one. I'm going to be like just so you know. Yeah, but remember. <laughs> she likes cider, though. Cider, oh, the- I have taken her to Castle Hill a couple Uh-oh. times. So she okay, likes cider. So. That's a different uh, story. That's a different story, though. The, the story always ends the same, is that somebody's a DD and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Mm. So, guys, this is going to be so fantastic. Before we let you do anything else that, that you're hyped about or you wanted uh, to share with the audience. Pers- I mean, I feel like we've covered most of it. Yeah, I think um, so. I'm genuinely excited, like, inside and out, if you can't tell. I mean, we're in our matching pink today. Yeah, yeah, I guess I would just end with, you know, come drink pink. Wear pink. It's so fun. Everyone's going to be dressed, even if it's just a little piece of pink. Um, You know. The world will be 
pink because I mean, the, the I can't wait to get like a drone shot yeah. and you just see pink yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, the blooms are pink from right yeah, now and, and white. It's just it's beautiful out there, and in April it's still going to be. Yeah, it's going to be gorgeous. I'm super excited. I think with the amount of wineries we have coming, it's going to get a lot of a lot of headway, and it's nothing's more fun than going out on a spring day after you finish your taxes and <laughs> <laughs> drinking some rosé and being able to sample a ton of rosés, supporting local nonprofits, supporting local artists, and supporting the wineries and cider, cidery in the area. Um, and then you get to vote on which one is your favorite. So they divided. So, so much fun. The, the only thing I don't like about this is that I can't, you know, attend it. I have to work it. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, but... No, I, honestly, that's why I love doing it is because it's genuinely something I would call up my friends and be like, oh my gosh, we have to go do this together. This right. sounds so yeah. much fun. And, and and that's what it's going to be. So we hope to see everyone there. Oh, it's it's going to be a blast. And you guys too. Oh, yeah. Be I'll there. be walking around with my chip like, nah, I got to try everyone else first. <laughs> like everyone, I would be like, ah, no. <laughs> before before you cast a, your vote. Yeah. Well, that's what that's the way I am. I'm, I'm more like, ah, put my, Listen, it's the first try, one try I try, all, I'll put the chip. Try them all like, twice. No. Whatever you need to do you and then make go. your vote confidently. Yeah, I just, I'm going <laughs> to need like 50 chips and be like, oh, no, you're the best. Then pass. Ah, no, this one's the best. You can always put it in Castle Hill or Harmony's bucket too. You know what I mean? That's true. I'll just be like, <laughs> oh, does Castle, is Castle Hill up for? We are uh, going to be up in it. It's a rosé competition, and oh, ours is okay. a rosé. Oh, so it's not limited to wine. It's not limited to wine. We will, you know, I'd i be shocked if we won, just to be fully transparent with all the wineries I, there. I would not. I but would not be shocked if you won. That would be, be exciting, but... I'd be shocked if anybody other than Matt won. Matt is like, I'm going to win. That is it. I want to win. Well, it's like whenever the governor's cup comes out and like, you know, Castle Hill, like, she's just like, we won for this and this. I'm like, but what about the other ones? (laughs) They should have won too. And that always, I always get that reaction because like, what do you guys, and I'll say it, I've said it before, I'll say it again. What you guys do at Castle Hill Cider is completely different from every other cidery. I appreciate it's, that. It's unique, and that's the thing. Is like every single one, t- it has its own unique flavor profile, and that's. And as somebody who appreciates cider and wants to drink certain things with their food and likes to pair, that's essential. And that's you know, it, you can't get that from other cideries, both in the state and everywhere else. Like, I appreciate all the other cideries here. But Castle is doing something completely different. Oh, it makes me feel so happy. Yeah. But truthfully, that's why I wanted to get involved with Castle in the first place, was yeah. the, the product. Yeah. I didn't know anything really about the place like, yeah. and what it was doing at yeah. the time. And so when I tried the cider, I was like, wow, this is so different. You know, um, It reminded me of my time in Normandy. Um, nice. And I hadn't really had a lot of cider in, in the U.S., right. um, and so my conception of, you know, my perception of cider was very different to what Cider Castle Hill right uh, put out. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be a part of this. Like, this feels like a movement, you know. We're going to, you know, introduce people and, and introduce our palates to, yeah. to this kind of cider. And we have such a variety. So there's something for everyone. Exactly. And really between you and Matt, I mean, the, the movement is really, yeah. the, you, both of you, I think, are yeah, really. Yeah, Matt, Matt is here taking, to make waves. Taking so. something that I, like, has a tradition behind it, but taking it in a new, in a new and exciting direction. Which is just fantastic. Well, I will say, just so everyone listening knows, wine started as mixing grapes from all sorts of wineries. Dom Perignon was an actual monk. He created the champagne by taking from three different vineyards because in the Middle Ages, each vineyard was extremely fragile. Mm -hmm. So he mixed all the wines because if there was one that wasn't as good or one that was better, they would all balance out in the end. So like this is, what Matt Matt is doing is not necessarily, it's not, it's kind of awesome. You need need to start saying that. You're the Dom Perignon of today. I'm actually more traditional than everybody else. There we go. That's your slogan now. More traditional than everybody else. Yeah, it's true. There you go. I love that. Love it, love it. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you both here. This has been absolutely fantastic. We've enjoyed every minute of it. We always love having you having you on. Just your enthusiasm and your joy and your passion for what you do, just it shines through. So I love being here. It's a Thanks for having us. No, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. It's been it's been a great show. Yeah. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, if we didn't have time for finance, which is probably in your benefit, because oh, we were going to do uh, finance jokes, and we decided to... <laughs> we get one? No one needs... No Can we one get needs. one joke? Uh, one joke? <laughs> one yeah, finance one joke. joke. Okay. Well, this one is not mine, but it was, uh, it was actually Norm MacDonald who said, uh, I signed up for my uh, company's 401k, but I don't think I can run that far. <laughs> <laughs>
That's really, that's a like great, that it's a kind of a dad joke, but it's great. Yeah. Oh, they were all like that because you can't really, finance isn't funny. But <laughs> Every finance joke is basically a dad joke. Pretty much. Uh, well, I guess maybe we'll share one a week and we'll see what there happens. There we go. But that's in the meantime... In the meantime, we're excited about next week. Be sure to join us. We've got some more great uh, people coming on. We're going to have um, Taina Fayez Tastro from Taida Coffee. I, I heard recently that, uh, so if you go to Guajiros and order their Cafe Con Leche or their Cafe, it's now Taiga Coffee. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So she's going to join us, a uh, local entrepreneur. Uh, Dr. Leanne uh, Petit, I think, is joining us from uh, Charlottesville Opera. Yes. We've got some opera. And then, of course, last but not least, Matias Yon from Matias Yon Realty going to join us next week. So he's going to be on. So it's going to be another fantastic show. Be sure to check out, of course, the Days of Rosé Festival on April 15th from, I believe you said, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's right. So you can just have a beautiful afternoon. You can find tickets and all the information you need, castlehillsider.com. Check out Castle Hill Cider on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, check out Harmony Y, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. You can, and there <laughs> is a Days of Rosé. Key thing, D-A-Z-E. Mm-hmm. There is a Days of Rosé uh, event page on Facebook. So if you, if you just type Days of Rosé into Facebook, you, will, you cannot miss it because it pops up. You, it's the first thing that pops up. You click it, and it has all the information you need. So be sure to check that out. Be sure to go and enjoy a beautiful... Uh, I think it's a Saturday, April 15th. Yes, it's Saturday. Saturday. And there's also um, some giveaways going on. So if you browse Instagram, Washingtonian actually just launched a giveaway for not only tickets to Rosé, but a stay in Charlottesville. So we we have partnered also with the Cork Hotel and The Graduate. So... So much time. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the collaboration. I'm loving it. So be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out all the events coming up at Castle Hill. There, there's, there's many. 231 is going to be later in the spring as well. I think we'll have you guys back to talk about that for sure. Um, so just be sure to check it all out. Thank you, Judah, behind the camera. I know he was, he was making everything work today. He was, uh, he was just, we even had a little hand of God coming in with the mic. So I love it. Love it there. Um, thank you, the audience, for your great questions. Juan Sarmiento, Elizabeth Erpi, Marta Carre out in Spain. Thank you so much for, for joining us this morning. Uh, be sure to send us any other questions, thoughts, comments, things you want to share. Be sure to like and share the show and all the recordings. Thank you, Emergent Financial Services, of course, for being our presenter. Of course, thank you to our great partners at Castle Hill Cider, Matias Yon Realty, Credit Serious Insurance Forward Adelante, Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, I Love Seville Network. And we will look forward to seeing you next week and on April 15th at Castle <laughs> Hill. But until that time, as we like to close it out on the show, hasta mañana. That was fun. Can we talk? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can talk. <laughs>